welcome to the Pleasurable Success Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rose, and business success and mindset coach, speaker, corporate dropout turned entrepreneur, and the host of the Embodied Coach Masterclass. And I am on a mission to inspire as many people as I possibly can to step into their power, recognize their unconditional worthiness, and ultimately build a life they are absolutely obsessed with. And through this podcast, I will be spreading my message along with some powerful guest speakers, and we will be talking all things business strategy, mindset, manifesting, and of course, making your success a pleasure-filled experience. So join us in making our reality exceed our wildest dreams. Hi, sweet loves. How are you? I am using a new mic today. I'm so excited about it. (laughs) I don't even know if it's going to be as fancy and snazzy as I'm thinking it's going to be, but it looks awesome. So I'm celebrating that. (laughs) Uh, Today's episode is very, very eye-opening. We have an incredible guest speaker named Anna, Anna Jones. And Anna is a emotional freedom coach. And what I think is so powerful about this episode is, you know, that I talk a lot about manifesting and receiving and success when in fact, all of those things are extremely challenging for you to do if you haven't done the deep inner ancestral trauma work that Anna coaches people on. So I thought it was an incredible perspective just to hear about how, and, and she uses, I love this as well. She uses the word ancestral transfers, right? Because trauma, it's such a heavy, dense word. Um, And really what it can be is just a transfer, right? And how you can be the one to take ownership of that transfer, to reframe it, to heal it so that you can actually thrive in life moving forward and for generations to come. It's a really, really powerful deep dive into what these transfers really are. And I just love Anna's presence. I love how she teaches. She's so direct and honest and real and doesn't hold back, which you know I like and appreciate. (laughs) Now, if you feel like you've been in this angle of getting stuck in these thought patterns that are unhealthy, these, um, yeah, these transfers or traumas that are just holding you back from living the life that you want to be living. I highly, highly recommend connecting with Anna because she is an incredible coach when it comes to releasing that and healing that. Now, before we dive in, I have some exciting news. I officially only have two spaces left in April's Embodied Coach class. This group is so powerful and I'm so excited to be diving deep into building, scaling, and launching their business with this incredible group of women who are ready to start living their dream life and building their dream online coaching business and serve this world for the greater good. I'm so, so excited. Now, if you are feeling called to learn more 
more about the embodied coach and you're like, I might want one of those two spaces that are left, then please send me a DM on Instagram and schedule a call with me to learn more. There is no harm in learning more just to see if it's a right fit. If you schedule a connection call with me, there's no strings attached. It's literally just seeing if the embodied coach is a right fit for you. And if you are a right fit for my coaching style. So please make sure you do yourself the service and reach out to me. Stop putting this on the back burner. Stop waiting till next round, right? Doors are not reopening until summer of 2021. So this is your opportunity. I would hate for you to look back three months from now and be like, I would have been three months ahead if I would have said yes now. So Don't be that person. Don't be that coach. Do this for yourself. It's so, so powerful. And I'm just so excited to start working with this group. All right. So the link is in my show notes, or you can go to my Instagram and the link is in my bio to schedule a call with me or just send me a message to learn more. I'm always up in my DMs. I love it when you guys message me. (laughs) Well, without further ado, I will allow you to really dive deep into this episode and I'm sending you so much love. Hello, Miss Anna Jones. How are you doing today? Hey, good. I'm doing good. How are you, Sarah? I'm so good. I'm really excited to have you on the pod, girl. It's we like literally connected last week and it was so well, technically we've been connected longer, but we were both in the middle of such a huge move and we were finally able to virtually meet just the other week. Yes, yes. It was so lovely. And I was just thinking about how beautiful it has been connecting with women all over, not only the, you know, the United States, but also all across the world. So thank you. Thank you for for connecting with me. And thank you for allowing me to be part of this episode. Of course, we are honored to have you. And it's so true. Like, I've made some of like my closest friends through the internet and sometimes they're in Australia or Europe or in Colombia, like literally all over the place. So it's such an incredible tool to connect Mm -hmm. and really form those friendships. So um, with that being said, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do and what you're all about? Yeah, yeah, thank you. So my my name is Ana Jones. I am originally from um, Tampico, Tamaulipas, Mexico, uh, but I live in Dallas, Texas now. I was born and raised there. Came to the U.S. over here when I was 19 for, you know, studies and such. Went back and then finally came back, established here in Dallas eight years ago. And um, I have an entrepreneurial background. I started my own brick and mortar here in Dallas in 2016, sold it in 2019. And throughout this whole entire journey that I call life. I've just been doing so many things. I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I graduated with a bachelor's in nutrition and I was like, okay, I need to dig a little bit deeper than this because why are people not wanting to change their lifestyles? You know, why are, why do people not want to invest in themselves and and do what they need to do to, to get to, to their best, um, you know, healthiest, life. And I realized it was, it was all about worth. It was all about people not believing that they were worthy of forget about like the the best body, just like the best health, 
their, their best lives. And so it was this constant sabotaging, you know, like, oh, I'm going to like really uh, stay, stay tight and stay put while I'm not on vacation. But then when I go on vacation, it's just like, uh, like extra overdose, like of splurging. And that just really led me to the self-development path, which uh, included yoga, meditation, yoga. I feel like it's, it's kind of like the, the jump start. Totally. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it, it was mine too, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's just that trampoline uh, practice that led me down to meditation and then uh, all the work of family constellations, which is the, the healing of the inherited generational trauma. Mm-hmm. And that is my main focus today. So I'm, I may need to change my title because there is a practice named EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, which is yes. the tapping. Yep. And, and I, and I use it, but I'm, I'm, that's not my sole focus. I'm, I'm an emotional freedom coach, but because it has those two words, um, people, think it's the technique. So I mean to change it. Um, But really what I do is I guide um, individuals. I empower them down this path, right? On this journey of healing the generational, I I change the word trauma to transfers. It just feels Mm. lighter. It feels a lot more digestible to people and it doesn't make it so intimidating to go into that space. Yeah. I love that. Transfers. (laughs) Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it makes the, it, it brings less guilt and yeah. less shame and, and heaviness. I it. was just going to say, yeah, it, it makes it so much lighter. Like trauma is such a, a heavy burden, quote unquote, to, to carry. And mm-hmm. I love that you're changing that and, and calling it a transfer. I, yes. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so really um, what we do is we, we start cre- uh, working together to create a life where your emotions aren't getting the best of you. Your emotions are not in control of what you do and uh, your life, right? So once you begin to understand why you do what you do and why you've been doing it all this time, then that's a really, that's, you know, and you and I were talking about it, right? That's the yeah. first thing that we need to start to do in order to realize oh, wow, this is not actually what I want. This is not what I desire. This is not the life that I'm meant to live. And then we begin to change those beliefs for more empowering ones. And then we anchor those new empowering beliefs with practices for your daily life. So um, that's in a nutshell what I do. Amazing. So you are like, and for the listeners, I talk so much about like manifesting business, being successful, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you teach is really the first step into entering into that world, because there is no manifesting. There is no loving your life. There is no um, calling in abundance and living this freedom-based lifestyle without doing that deep inner work. And kind of shedding light on your transfers. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start using that now. I love it. <laughs> love it. Um, so yeah, do you want to speak a little bit about that and why that is? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it's, it's really funny because people want to do all the light work, right? They want to do totally. manifesting. Manifesting is light work, which is like, you know, tapping into this beautiful space and realizing, oh my gosh, you know, you're so worthy and you're so deserving and, and you're enough. But it's like, 
okay, it doesn't matter how many times you repeat these mantras. It doesn't matter how many gratitude practices you have in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. If you don't start doing what we call in the self-development world too, and in the spiritual world, the dark, you know, the, the shadow work, they're really you're going to be, I say cock block, you know, by totally is. Yeah. By, by the, by the shadow. Right. So it's really, I would say, and, and again, I was thinking about today, I was like, I want people to know that you're allowed to change the way you lead life because every moment in your life is going to be so different, right? Like this podcast right now, we're recording it in 2021. But what if you and I record another podcast in, you know, 2022, 2025, there's going to be so much more that we have experienced. So I think it's really just going into that deep, I, I imagine it like the sea, going into that deep, dark blue ocean, and exploring, right? It's like, yeah. what, 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 what is it here? Like all these uh, sea creatures that I've never heard of, that I've never seen them, right? Those are that, that's that's those are the creatures. Those are the we'll call them whatever you want to call them, right? You can call yeah. them demons. You can call them unknowns. You can call them shadows. Whatever you want that are inside of you, and and it is this dance between the dark and the and the light, between the light and the darkness that yeah. we we need to address because uh, it's, it it can be fun. Yes. It's scary, right. When you're going into it and you have no idea what the fuck is going on, Uh but then once you come out, you're like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. So, so I really encourage people to take maybe not like a super deep dive, but at least start scratching the surface and be curious about why you're doing what you're doing. And then, you know, uh, manifestation will come so much easier to be Yes. You. I'm so happy you're speaking to this because you're right. Like everyone's just like, Oh, I want to learn how to manifest my dream life. I want to learn how to do this. I like, and they are, they're all like trying to bypass the, the shadow. And the reality of it is there really is none of that. There is no living your best life and manifesting and living in abundance. There's not any of that because Yes, consciously you want those things, but subconsciously you're rejecting those things because there is some underlying belief that you do not re- deserve that or you're not, it's not possible for you or it's not, you're not worthy of that. Yeah. Um, so it's like there really is none of the light without the dark, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it's, it's, it cannot exist, right? There's no happiness without sadness. There's no, there's no, um, uh, you know, love without, uh, hate can be such a strong word, but we'll call, we'll say dislike, you know, or the duality. Yeah. Yeah. The duality. Exactly. And I think that we, there is, I don't know how you feel about this, Sarah, but I feel that lately there has been such a trend with manifestation and there's so many people teaching it quote unquote, but a lot of the times, like, and I've even found myself like, okay, with all this like manifestation stuff, like, am I, what if I like, feel sad? What if I feel angry? What if I feel this? What if I feel that? Like, it's almost like we feel guilty of going into these spaces Mm -hmm. because we, because there's still that realignment, right? That, that those things need to be dealt with. And we're just like, no, 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 no. But I have to stay in this positive and this energized and this, you know, grateful. High vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Totally. So, So I, 
I think that can be confusing. And I'm sure you probably hear that with your clients a lot because, you know, I love that you do embodiment work, which Mm -hmm. is, is amazing. And, and, you know, again, I think embodiment is a great, even like an immediate result of when you're releasing trauma, because the body wants to move, like the body wants to shake and just, you know, swirl and do all that stuff. Oh, totally. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I I had an episode, um, with, um, she's like an intuitive, um, intuitive eater, and then also self-love coach. And Mm. one thing we, we were talking about is just like how self-love is also loving that dark, that dark, that shadow, because you're a human and you get to experience all of the emotions on a human, on the human spectrum, which includes feeling sad and anger and frustration. Like that's part of the human experience. And Mm -hmm. so how can you move through those emotions and and love yourself through that? That was something that like just popped in my mind from another episode we had talked about that seems super aligned with your message. Yeah. It, you know what? It, it's just the, this experience is so fascinating to me because once I'm like, I figured it out, then it's like, oh shit. No, I don't. Right. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. You know, it, it's like this wave of like, uh, just like, don't take yourself too seriously. Everything's a fucking paradox. Every yes. single thing in life is like, yes. And then it's no. And then mm-hmm. it's like, no. And that's like, yes. So, so all of these things to me at the end of the day, I just laugh at myself and I'm like, Oh, Anna, that's cute. Like that's cute that you thought you had everything figured out. <laughs> oh, I, I can so resonate with that. Like e- even recently it's like, Oh, you, you thought that was hard. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> figure this one out. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I, I imagine life like an ocean. I, I use this analogy a lot and I, you know, we're all just like swimming and, you know, I, I, I remember when I was little, um, cause I was born and raised in, in, in by the sea and I would just swim, swim, swim. And we call it like the second beach, you Mm. know, and it was like this level and we'd always play like Mario bros, like, and we'd be jumping and swimming and all these things. And we would get so, so far that we were like, we made it. And then up ahead was like this deep, like beast, right? Like the ocean beast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my gosh, what's out there. And you could see like the dolphins and all these, you know, animals that you're like, oh, wow, that's fascinating. But then when you get really close to it, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can handle being so close to a dolphin. What's going to happen? You know, all Mm -hmm. these things. So it's really, it's really just like that. You get in with your surfboard and you hope, you hope for the best. And then sometimes a huge wave just crashes, you know, takes crashes on you, takes you back to the shore and you have to, you know, get up, grab your surfboard and just like, all right, let's do this. Brush yourself up. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I love that analogy because it's so accurate. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how can someone even start to begin in in this work? Like you were talking about scratching the surface, like you're, you're encouraging them to at least scratch the surface on entering into this world of, um, healing those transfers, healing that trauma. Mm -hmm. Where can someone even begin this type of work? I think that's a very good question because I don't, I don't ever want to tell people like, this is the right way to do it because I think that everyone has their own journey. And, you know, we, we had a clubhouse conversation and one of, one of the women there said, once I was tired of my own bullshit, 
that's when I started reaching out for help. And I think that, I think that there needs to be that curiosity, that, that desire to know, to find out, to investigate, to go deeper. I don't think that, um, I don't think that everyone has that within them. Mm. Uh, I think, I think, no, I'm lying. I, I believe that everyone has it within them, but not everyone actually goes forward and listens to that desire, to that, yeah. to that need. Um, you know, because I, I think we all want to connect. I think we all want to heal. And, and gosh, if we were all about healing, then there wouldn't be the, 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 quote unquote, like horrible things happening on a day to day, there would be no rapes, there would be no assaults, yep. there would be no wars, there would be, there would be a so lot more true. peace, there would be a lot more peace. But then again, I think that that's why all of these things happened. Because once upon a time, somebody was just so peaceful, yep. <laughs> and so bored, that they were like, let's get some shit started. Let's, <laughs> let's start some let's... trouble. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think it just got out of hand. And so here we are, right? Yeah. Um, playing someone else's monopoly game. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's like Byron Katie says, um, minding your own business is a full-time job and there's yeah. your business, there's others business, and then there's God slash the universe's business. Yes. And I think that as long as we continue to, to focus on our stuff, like have that curiosity, reach out right to people. Like, I mean, I'm a coach, you're a coach, people that are listening to this podcast, whoever feel, whoever you feel more aligned, like reach out. A lot yeah. of the times people are scared to reach out because they're like, oh, they're going to want to charge me or they're going to want this. No, like I do a free consultation. I'm, I know you do too. Like yep. there's content out there, but then also know that the more you want to upgrade your life, um, you're going to have to make a financial investment. And yeah. that's just energy, right? That's just you investing energy to have more energy to keep going through this process. But that's another subject for another day. <laughs> that's that's a really important topic though, because so many people are, they're, they're relying on just like that, that free content. And mm-hmm. there's something about this investment saying like, I feel worthy of investing in myself to learn more about myself, to expand myself. Like there's just mm-hmm. nothing like it. Um, mm-hmm. I know from my personal investments that I've made into myself, I know from the clients that make investments in themselves and in me as their coach, like there's just nothing like saying yes to learning more about yourself and expanding. There's just nothing like it. Yeah, I agree. So I think that that's really important that you brought that up. And like you said, I love how that girl said, um, I was willing to go there once I got sick of my own bullshit. And that's, that, that is the place that I personally had to go. I know where most of my clients end up and they're like, it's, it's in the depths of your suffering. It's at the point where you're like, this cannot be the way that I'm going to live my life from here on out. And Mm -hmm. you're ready for a change. You're ready to go to those places. If it means that there's light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) Absolutely. And there's so many people who offer so many, I mean, services, right? You, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a coach junkie. First I was a course junkie. Now I've become like a a coach junkie, which I kind of like have to bring myself back and be like, I'm going to calm down. You can't have a coach for everything, (laughs) but, um, but you you know, know, the value in it, like it's literally transformational. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. And, and, you know, there, there are certain things that when I feel stuck, I know who to reach out. 
And, and that's really satisfying because it keeps me going. It's like getting fuel or stopping by a snack, you know, stopping for a healthy, uh, a delicious, fulfilling yeah. snack when, when I'm on the road and, and it just keeps me going and it, it helps me get to know myself better. And going back to, you know, what, what your podcast guest was saying about self-love, it helps me to love myself and accept myself wholly and completely. And I don't have to be justifying whether I'm a woman, a man, a, a non-gender. Like, I don't, at that point, I don't give a fuck about that stuff. I don't yes. have to tell the world um, what I'm doing with my life, you know, who I'm, like, who I'm sleeping with, who I'm not sleeping with, like, general stuff, who I'm friends with, who I'm not friends with, who I support, who I don't support, like, my political views. I don't need their approval for anything yeah. because I already... Yeah, because I love myself so much that it's okay. It's okay if you don't like me. It's okay if you don't want to be my friend. It's okay if you don't want to X, Y, and Z with me, right? Yeah. And so I think that we we have come to this point where we're so reliant on what are, what are people, how many likes am I going to get? How many shares am I going to get on social media? It's like those metrics mean absolutely nothing, nothing. right? Yeah. So... So I just wanted to make that point really, really clear because it's like we, we really are looking for all of these like labels and categorizations because mentally, right? Like the mind wants to know. Yeah. Oh the mind gosh, loves proof. It loves validation. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And, and, and I just. Yeah, I was just going to speak to that. That's so true. And I, I made a post about this recently too. It's like your worth is not dependent on the number of followers you have. And yet still so many people are, are relating their worth to the amount of followers or likes or clients or money they have. And it's like, that is just not true. Like there's nothing in this world that can affect your worth. It's unconditional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like you, even if you don't believe it, you are unconditionally worthy. Yeah. And, and it's, I think it's so empowering when you, pro you can provide that space for someone to realize that and the tools and the knowledge to know that their, their traumas are not going to define them. Right. Cause yeah. so often people go throughout their life, allowing those traumas to define them and yes. it dictates, it dictates their entire future. Yes, absolutely. And I think also going into this work, you know, the generational transfers is really important too, because Again, it's like, it doesn't matter how many times they hear it from you or from me. Yeah. If we're like, hey, it's internal validation. Like it's you that has to accept yourself. They don't know where to start because they were never taught that. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? We were never taught to self-validate. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm getting goosebumps right now because like, this is what I tell my clients. I'm like, if you go back seven generations, there was somebody in your family that was raped, assaulted, killed, probably uh, suicided. You know, yeah. there's, there's somebody that falls into that category. Um, if you look at like the, the grandchildren or the children of Holocaust survivors, mm -hmm. all that PTSD, all of that anxiety, all of that uncertainty is passed on. Why? Because the trauma hasn't healed. And so until the trauma is acknowledged, recognized, healed, 
it will continue to transfer. So this is the most beautiful thing, the most beautiful gift we can get, we can give to not only to our children, because there are a lot of people that don't want to have children nowadays. I don't blame them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. (laughs) And, but also for the world, for, for the human race, this is, this is, the best thing that we can do for ourselves and others. Yeah. The collective for sure. We are one. I was reading um, a Joe Dispenza book the other day and I'm, I don't remember exactly what it was and I'm not even going to try to quote it, but it was a (laughs) totally butcher it. Um, But it was essentially like, like the most powerful possible thing that we could do for our world is to heal ourselves because when we're healing ourselves, we're healing others. Right. And Mm -hmm. this isn't just some, this isn't woo woo. Like this is literally science. Like Joe, (laughs) Dr. Joe Dispenza, if you guys have not heard of him, like go look him up. The book I'm referring to is becoming supernatural. Um, Mm. like scientifically, if we raise our energy, if we love our energy and we become whole and in union with ourselves, that affects the person next to us. And that affects, affects the person next to them. And again, that collective it's for the greater good. Like you healing yourself is not a selfish act. Like it is so altruistic. Hello, beautiful. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. We talk a lot about success here on this podcast and specifically pleasurable success, of course, (laughs) and all of the different variations of that, whether it be in business, in life, mindset, health, relationships. And another form of pleasurable success is pleasure itself, or should I say pleasure in yourself? (laughs) I have partnered with the gorgeous Asti Marie and her company, Pleasure Treasures. Pleasure Treasures' mission is to provide top quality and very conscious pleasure toys and promote guilt-free orgasms, all while making women feel welcome through celebrating a diversity of race, body shapes, and sizes. And one of my favorite parts, each treasure comes with its very own audio practice guide, masturbation meditation, or video demonstration so that you can really squeeze the most out of your order. Because let's face it, the key to actually benefiting from your own sacred sex toy is to know how to use it. And luckily with Pleasure Treasure, you will be equipped with all of the motivation, all of the support, and all of the education to show you how. And they even come in like super cute and discreet packaging so you can ship it to your family's house and no one would ever even know. (laughs) To learn more, you can go to pleasuretreasuresbyasti.com and use the discount code Sarah to get 10% off your order. Again, pleasuretreasuresbyasti.com and use the discount code Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, so that you can get 10% off of your own pleasure treasure. Or you can always just click the link in the show notes that I provided for you and join the Pleasure Queen Part A. <laughs> All right, goddess, I'll let you get back to the episode. I hope you enjoy. Um, yeah. yeah. I love that. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love, I love uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And, you know, I, I'm always going back and forth between the science and the woo. And yeah. I, I just, I, I'm really 
I have been leaning into the woo a lot because for the longest time I didn't give myself permission to lean into the woo because I was like, oh my gosh, well, you know, um, I I have that deeply engraved, um, even though you, a lot of people are like, no way, like, really, you care about what people think? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, engraved in me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Just like many other people. And there are a lot of things that are engraved in me, but that doesn't mean that I can't do anything about it. Um, You know, I know I have my biases. That's so important that what you just said, like, yes, it's imprinted. That doesn't mean you can't choose differently. So Mm -hmm. love that. Yeah. Yeah. And there will come a moment where you will be able to see, um, you know, especially once you get more into, into the woo, uh, you will be able to see like, well, I, I have been able to see, and maybe, I don't know if you can speak to this as well. I'm able to see like, oh, this is my program thought. And then over here, it's like, oh, this is what I truly think. So yes. for example, the way that I was raised, I'm, 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 my skin color is white, but I'm not white. Right. In Mexico, we have all colors, all, yeah. all shapes, sizes, and, and, and we embrace that. And here in the U S it's, it's different. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, but I grew up still because my, my dad's from the States. I grew up hearing very racist comments mm-hmm. and the, having these racist beliefs. Right. And, and I didn't know that as a child, right. Because you don't, analyze things you just pick up things that you hear and obviously the transfers right so I I didn't know I had those racial biases until I had a I have a a friend who's black and he sat me down and he was like this is the story of the you know of African people and this is the black history in the U.S. and I'm like holy shit so of course, I'm, I'm t- completely aware. And, and I asked him, you know, I was like, okay, what, how can I say things better so that people aren't offended? Mm-hmm. And, and if I don't know the words, I will start with like, listen, I don't know how to say this in a way that's not offensive, but please know that my intention is purely uh, of curiosity yeah. of like, I really want to know how I can do better because I, I'm kind of like a chameleon, right? People think I'm white because I don't have an accent, but really I'm Mexican. So, you know, whenever I hear a comment, I'm like, oh, interesting, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so, so that's, that's, that's really, um, you know, something that I find fascinating still because I'm like, all of these transfers, all of these traumas, all of these experiences are still affecting us to this day. Absolutely. And if people don't wake up, then you're just a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I totally can relate to you, by the way, as far as like identifying what's a idea that was planted into my subconscious mind and what um, is actually my truth. And you start to really be able to tell the difference. And I, and I like to, when I act out of a place of conditioning or if, when I act out of a place of programming, um, I'll like in my head, I'll be like, okay, blame it on my subconscious, like make, make, (laughs) make light of it. So that way I can really start to differentiate like, okay, what's coming from my mind, what's coming from my heart. And, Mm -hmm. and something that I teach is, um, aligned mind, which is essentially aligning your mind with your heart and what it is that you actually want. Like on a conscious level, what do you want? Do you want abundance? Do you want healing? Do you want balance? Do you want love? Like whatever it is that you are looking to attract or to call in, 
like from, from that place of your heart, like that's what you want consciously. Um, but the subconscious mind is like, no girl, that's not possible. What are you talking about? No, that can't happen for you. Or let's go self-sabotage a little bit. you know, and, and realigning it so that those things like they're still there, but you can differentiate, you can say like, okay, that's my programming. And I'm going to consciously choose different. Yes. Yes. I agree. 100%. And you know, it's so funny. I'll actually tell you this personal story so that people that can listen are like, holy shit, you know, maybe you can start to think about, you know, the the things in your life. When I was 33 years old, this was not too long ago, by the way, I'm turning 35 this year. So this was like (laughs) two years ago. Okay. (laughs) You're like, I'm Uh, young. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to me, age is just like a number because I still feel like I'm in my twenties, but um, anyways, uh, I, I, I was telling my mom, I was talking to her and she and I are both on the healing journey together. So that's a really cool thing when you have a parent or a sibling that's on this journey with you. It's like times a, a thousand, yeah, right? Like that's it's, amazing. It's, it's, yeah. It's really exponential, the, the, the impact that it can have. Um, so I was, I, I just like finished dating this guy and, you know, it was like, yeah, you know what, let's just it was a very amicable, like breakup, quote unquote, but it was just kind of like, yeah, we have to call it quits. This isn't working out. And so I was having a hard time, like getting over it. And I told my mom, I was like, I'm really sad. You know, I'm usually like, really like, I, I, it's quick for me to like get over guys and this and that. Um, Cause I've had a lot of boyfriends and you'll know why in a moment. Uh, and so she was like, Anna, you know what, why don't you do like a cording cord, a, a cutting cord meditation? Mm. And I was like, Oh, okay. I haven't done one of those in a while. Um, and for people that don't know what cutting cords is, it's basically every interaction that we have in our lives, we begin to wrap cords around each other, energetic yes. cords. And um, these tie- these are tied to us in ways that, you know, we can't imagine and they affect us in ways that sometimes we're not aware of. So yeah. Sarah it's really can go, powerful. Yes. Sarah can go a lot deeper on that in another episode. Uh, but um, I was like, okay, sure. I'll do it. And my mom's like a YouTube fanatic. She was like, go on, go on YouTube. And I'm like, all right, I'll go on YouTube. I found this random quote unquote, cause nothing is random right? <laughs> uh, meditation on YouTube, which was like less than 13 minutes. I lay down in my bed and I did it. And I was like, crying, like super, like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that all this was going on. And if you've ever meditated, meditation, like the thoughts come into you like in chunks. It's not so much, it's a very interesting way, the, the, the downloads that you get in meditation and it just popped up and the, and the truth came out that, um, because my mom had lost her father when she was 16 years old she never healed her fear of abandonment and she passed it on to me. And that's why the men that I had chosen in the past, I always knew my subconscious always knew that I was going to leave them, Mm. that I was going to break up with them, that nobody was ever going to leave me. I would leave you. You will never leave me. Yeah. You didn't want to face the abandonment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yet I had never been abandoned, right? Like my, both of my parents are still alive, still married, um, you know, like all of these things, but it was, it was that. Yeah. <laughs> and so here I am 33 years old, like, what the fuck? Uh, you know, this has been my MO. And I, I was just like, well, 
this is very, you know, like not fun to realize. Yeah. You're like, no, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I gave myself permission to be angry. I was like, I'm going to be angry for a month. Like I'll give myself a month to be angry. I was angry for a week. Um, And when I say I was angry, it's not like I was going out, picking up fights with like baristas and cashiers and whoever like was in front of me. It was just like, I allowed myself in the privacy of my own space to just be fucking angry. And then um, I was like, okay, the anger has passed. And after anger comes sadness. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be sad for a month again. And I was sad for a week. And so after that, I was okay with it. I was like, okay, now I know. And in this current relationship that I have, I have tried to leave many times. (laughs) And this is something he knows, right? He, Mm. he knows about my past. He knows that I have this tendency or had, uh, so my subconscious understands that it's gone. Uh, and, but it is something that I, you know, when things get tough, I want to bounce, I want to bounce and uh, trust me, the avenues open up. They're like, Ooh, here are the ways out. And I'm like, okay, I got this. All I have to do is this, 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 this. So it's like, I'm planning my escape from the moment shit hits the fan. And it's, it's a, it's just the sabotaging mechanism, right? That, that, I have these dreams, but I have to realign with my dreams and not my fears and my transfers. Yes. Oh, that's so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that personal <laughs> example. Cause I, that's going to really land with the audience. And I love how you gave yourself the space and the time to process your emotions, because that mm-hmm. is just not what we're taught to do. Once again, mm-hmm. uh, I know when I was going through my first, like, real heartbreak where I was the one being broken up with. And the feeling of that was just like unimaginable, you know, like, and and if you've experienced heartbreak, you know, you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Like it is literally a heartbreaking. And I remember trying so hard to numb, to suppress, to ignore. I never gave myself that space and time to really just feel And that showed up in other areas of my life, like my health, because my body was just storing that trauma, that transfer, that Mm -hmm. unprocessed emotion. So my question for you is like, why, why is that our immediate response? Like, why do we just immediately want to ignore, suppress, numb and those, that type of stuff? Well, it's because we are not taught to, 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 to express it, right? When it's, it, it really is that simple from my perspective, you know, we're we're not taught to do that. We don't. And this is a very Western thing, right? We're like, kind of like suck it up. You can do it. Push Mm -hmm. through, push this, push that hard work, hustle, busy, this, that stay busy and you'll forget about it. Oh, but it's like, at the end of the day, it's not about the other person. It's about you. It's about your healing. It's about your process, your investment of time, of energy, of, I mean, if you bought like really expensive gifts, then money too, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's all of it. It's a process and it's a mourning process. Yes, absolutely. We, we lost something, even if it's still alive in the physical realm, it's no longer quote unquote ours. So it's, it's really 
sad that we continue to not preach all of these things, right? Well, I mean, I, I feel like I preach it all the time that sometimes people are like, why do you always have to go so deep? But I'm like, it's just my, like, that's just the way I, I see things now. Yeah. I can't imagine living life not crying, not screaming, not, you know, banging my, my uh, pillow against the bed and just yes. having, a, having an angry fest, you know, and, and my boyfriend's used to it. You know, he knows that I need some privacy. A lot of people are like, oh no, I don't want my partner to see me that way. I'm like, if you can't put, if you, if this is too much for you, then we're just not going to work out. Yeah. And, and it's not like the sabotaging me. That's the loving me, right? Like the self-worth, self-care, all that stuff. Right. So that's what I believe in my opinion. I love it. And it's so true. (laughs) And like, when you were speaking about, um, like do this, suck it up, blah, 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 like brought me back. And it's interesting that like, literally, as you said, that I got taken back to this place in time in my life. Um, when I was younger, I played basketball And, um, my parents or my dad specifically would always come to my games. And I remember I one time was dribbling down the court and I fell and just ate shit. Like I slammed my face into the ground. Mm -hmm. I was like really hurt. And all I hear in the sideline was my dad yelling, suck it up. And like, now I laugh and it's like, you know, funny. And even, even when I was younger, we made light of it. You know, it was, it was kind of like this inside joke with my family, but like that show, yeah, suck it up. I'm like 11 years old, like face down on the basketball court. But like looking at that, like that is one of the reasons why I felt it was so unsafe to express my emotions and to suppress and to numb and all those things. So yeah, for the listeners, like examine and get like, um, Anna was saying, get curious about those moments of your life where you were told to suppress, where you were told not to process those emotions. And that ended up getting stored into your, your body and your mind. Yeah. You know, uh, another good example of that was, um, a client I had a session with, she, I mean, she was like, Anna, I'm living my best life. I just don't know how to move, how to shift from my side hustle, or excuse me, from my, from my uh, day job to my side hustle, which is so common, right? It's, yep. it's a common theme. And really all it was at the end of the day in 30 minutes, in 30 minutes, because she was very open too. She was super coachable. Yeah. We found out that her dad had always told her, you're not a quitter. Dad yeah. was army. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so she, couldn't, she couldn't quit. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't quit because she would be a quitter and her dad would in her mind, it would be like, my dad won't approve. So I'm like, have you talked about your dad? You, you know, because parents don't realize what they do. They just do what they can with what they've got. Right. right? Yeah. And that's so, a, another thing too, is like, we're, this isn't to place blame on anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah you have it and now you're taking responsibility of it. So I just wanted to point that out because that was a good point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And another way to, to phrase it is just like, it's not your fault what happened to you, but it is your responsibility to heal. Yes. You know, you're in this body, you're in, you have this consciousness, it's yours. So take care of it. Why not, right? So um, going back to, you know, this, this woman that, that continuously, you know, like, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit served her for many things 
But then at the end of the day, she was like, well, I don't really want to keep doing my job. And like, I have, you know, a four-year-old and I get to be with my husband and all of these things. And then my side hustle, I'm making a shit ton of money, but I just, I can't quit. So once we went through that, you know, nowadays her dad was like, yeah, like, I want to support you. Be happy, be this, be that, whatever. The dad, his da- her dad had completely shifted his mindset, right? Exactly. He was like decades older. So, so, but, but she, that little girl, right. Hadn't forgotten about that. And those moments like suck it up. Like, you know, um, my, again, like my, you know, my mom, uh, just questioning me to, of why I had said thank you to an uncle that commented me on my body. Like, Oh, you look really good. And I said, thank you. And then my mm-hmm. mom came back and she was like, why did you say thank you? She wanted me to be more apologetic. She wanted me to be more modest. Yeah. So those things we don't forget. Right. And, and we, we can go back to them and be like, that's so interesting that that happened, but guess what? This is my reality. Yeah. You get to choose differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love this. I love mm-hmm. this conversation. This yes. is so good. And we're going deep just like I like it. Yeah. Um, amazing. So is there any like, so you're talking about the cord cutting and making the investment in an, a mentorship. Is there any other like tangible ways someone can really start to um, heal those transfers? Yeah. If you're a reader, Or if you just kind of want to, if you're just starting on this journey, I mean, if you have social media, uh, I I don't want to say like, yeah, follow whoever you want, because then it can be like a a little bit of a spiral. Um, If you're not following Sarah, follow her. I know I like, I I like your stuff. I follow you. I'm subscribed to your emails. I love them. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, follow me on social media. I, I really love this man that I trained with, but he's not very active on social media. So um, his name is Mark Woolen, uh, W-O-L-I-N-N. And he has a book. He actually has a second book coming out, but his first book is It Didn't Start With You. Mm. And it's all about the generational transfers. He goes really deep into all these things. And he is a therapist. He's more of a therapist. And he's actually now, he actually healed all of his generational transfers and is going to be a blues guitar player. So amazing. So cool. Isn't that amazing? I'm so happy for him. He's, he's an amazing, he's, a beautiful, beautiful man, like kind, sweet. And, um, and I, I yeah, I, I love his stuff. And I think that the more that you, if you're intrigued by all of this, which I think a lot of people are now like, Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. there's always ways of connecting. You know, I, I also have a workshop uh, that I can give you the link to, and it's free. Please. Um, I, I did it at the beginning of the year with this, um, uh, like, uh, it's, a, it's like a nonprofit organization and they, they just offer it, you know, so people can have this information. But I, I think that would be a really good place to start. If you want to go deeper in, obviously hire someone to, mm-hmm. to support you, to help you, because this stuff is really deep. Like it's, 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 if you've never done it before, it can like, it can, it, it you can spiral, into a space where you've never been before, which is not a bad thing, but it, it definitely, I would say be prepared, have a net 
um, to support you because sometimes if you feel like, oh yeah, I'm doing all this work, you may think that you're alone, that no one's feeling like this, even though you've, yes. you're hearing this conversation and um, you, you can have thoughts of just like killing yourself. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to say it no, out we're flat. Here. Because, yeah, we're here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, so you don't end up killing yourself um, you know, have someone that will go down with you on this journey. I think it's yeah. really, really, really important to have that support. I absolutely do too. And it's like, it's having an anchor, you know, like going back to that sea metaphor, you are yeah. going into that deep, dark, treacherous quote unquote waters. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. having someone to guide you is like having an anchor where you can pull yourself back in so, yeah. yeah, I think that that's so important and I, I couldn't agree with you more. So if you are someone who's like very, very interested in this work, if you're like, okay, I know that there, there is this ancestral transfer, this generational transfer, and I want to be the one to heal my lineage and to take responsibility and ownership of this, um, reach out to Anna. This is her thing. This is where she is an expert. And, um, like I, like she said, like, just get curious about it and do not be afraid to reach out because having that anchor, having that support, support and that safe space to do it is so needed. So, yeah. so needed. Yeah. And even if you're afraid, do it anyways. Like, yes, <laughs> even if you're afraid, reach out because it's, it's way, way worth it to, to yeah. reach out. Even if you're not in the quote unquote, perfect state of mind than, than to not. Yes. I could not agree with you more. Do it, do it scared. <laughs> yeah. Do it anyway. Beautiful. So I have one last question for you. I ask it to every single one of my podcast guests and yes. it is how can the person listening to this make their success, a pleasure filled experience? Mm, that is a really good question. And I think it depends on what pleasure is to you. Um, what is pleasure to you? You know, um, what does pleasure look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like to you? Uh, is it a walk on the, a walk in the park when it's sunny and it's 70 degrees Fahrenheit outside and you're just walking along with your water or your tea or your coffee, whatever that is. Um, I would say in order to make your life more pleasurable period, start doing things that bring you, you know, a smile to your face that whatever it is, right? Like, you know, I see you, uh, you know, caressing your puppy. It's like people that have pups, it's like, wow, you know, there's so much love for their animals. Spend time with your animals, right? Spend time with yourself, take a bath, go do whatever makes you happy. If you haven't, you know, if you're an artist and you haven't painted, sang, uh, or sung, uh, in a while, whatever your art is, start doing more of what you love. That's, that's really, really it. Because, um, you know, for me, I get pleasure talking a lot about this just because I, I have a, I have a strong passion for, um, healing. So yeah. for, to me, healing is a sort of pleasure with pain and it's, yeah. a, it's a combo. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. It's a combo, but uh, it's, it's like an orgasm, right? Like the release is just like, 
like yeah. crying or, you know, when you, when you're done screaming and it's just like chaotic and messy and just like, uh, you know, uh, but, but yeah. it's also beautiful and there's so much pleasure. So maybe finding out what your pleasure is, yes. if you don't even know, and then move in that direction. If you feel guilty, give yourself permission to feel the guilt, but do it anyways. Yes. And then it'll become a practice that you love and it'll be a non-negotiable for you. You'll learn boundaries and it, it just, it, the snowball just keeps getting bigger and bigger in the best way possible. I love that. <laughs> it's so amazing to hear everyone's different answers on, on, on how they answer that question. I just love it. And I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it, we don't ever really take the time. We're never taught once again, to take the time to prioritize our pleasure and be like, what do I love? Right. Because success is not black and white, right? Pleasure is not black and white. It's all subjective. Mm -hmm. And there's mm -hmm. so, there's so many different ways that you can really hone in on what is pleasurable for you and how, what success is for you. So I loved, loved that answer, Anna. Thank mm. you so much for coming on here and being a guest. Uh, where can my listeners find you? And I'll, I'll put them, I'll put all your information in the show notes, but if you would like for them to um, be guided to your area. Yeah, of course. No, thank you so much for having me. Um, you can go, I'm very active on my, as, as active as can be, uh, on social media. Uh, my main platform is Instagram. So just Anna C, the letter C as in Kat Jones. And then my website, liveinemotionalfreedom.com. Those are the two best ways to get a hold of me. And inside the website, you're going to find my email. So DMs or emails are all good. So yeah. Amazing. We're so grateful for you. For the listeners, please get in touch with Anna. She's a powerhouse. Um, she loves so much. I can already tell just by the, the couple of conversations that we've had. Please check her out. And as always, you know what to do. Screenshot this, share it on your Instagram and spread this love and light and the permission to go to that darkness uh, mm -hmm. with anyone who you know needs this episode. We're sending you so much love. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Pleasurable Success Podcast. If you vibed with me and this episode, please be sure to share it with someone who you know will benefit from it and take a little screenshot, post it on IG and be sure to tag me at Sarah Rose underscore D. That way I can say what's up and slide in your DMs. And of course, be sure to subscribe so you can get notified on when the next episode drops and that you're not missing out. Get out there, illuminate this world with your magic and remember how worthy you are of having it all.